Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I apologize if this sounds a little off. My computer's broken and my laptop is shit. And so I had to record this on my cell phone. I'm on the road and this was as best as I could get it right now. I have my podcast equipment with me, but because my laptop doesn't work, I have nothing to connect it to. What a fun fucking time. Happy Sharp Tongue Podcast Day. A day late and $5,500 short. Um, thank you for listening and tuning in. You may hear random noises because I am in my mother's kitchen in the house that I grew up in, in good old Syracuse, New York. Let me pull in this chair here. Yeah, in my mother's kitchen. Um, what a day. I went to the gym with my mom and her man, Bob. If you've been following me on Snapchat, you've been seeing all the Snapchat stories. The Snapchat. <laughs> it's a sign I've been hanging out in Syracuse too long. You've, if you've been following me on Snapchat, absolutely. That's what we sound like in Syracuse. Um, I've been putting my mom's boyfriend, Bob, on my Snapchat. He is what we call in the biz a POW, piece of work. A uh, highly entertaining individual. <laughs> you feed him some alcohol and it's even more fucking entertaining. It's, it's just like putting money in a ju- jukebox. You keep getting classics. Just hit after hit. You don't want it to end. The party can't stop. <laughs> Went to the gym with my mom and Bob. And Aspen Fitness in Syracuse. One of my favorite places to go work out when I come home. Um, I don't get people at the gym. First of all. Dudes, when you grunt and throw shit, you don't look strong, you don't look manly, you don't look like a king of the jungle, you look like a fucking stew-nod. You look like a crazy chuchaluch. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how other, any other way to tell you, you look like a fucking idiot. Stop grunting and throwing your 10-pound weight across the floor. You know what's manly? Somebody who's quiet. Because a girl's like, ooh, what is he thinking? Make us think. Don't grunt like some sort of fucking rabid hyena. Just pause. Do your workout in peace. And stop thrusting your nutsack in my general direction. Okay? Thank you. You know who you are. This guy actually was doing bicep curls. Next to me, I was sitting on a bench. He was sitting on the bench next to me. I was going to say the bitch. If he was sitting on a bitch at the gym, I wouldn't even yell at him. Go ahead. Get you some at the gym. Sit on that bitch. Um, And he was doing bicep curls. And he actually said to himself, come on, one more. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I was like, motherfucker, no more. Please stop. Pause, rewind, and delete immediately. Shut the front door and lock it and call ADT because I can't handle your ass anymore. And then my mom and I, Bob showed me how to do a proper push-up. Bob doesn't work from the hips down, okay? He had a bad back injury and he, he, his, his legs don't fucking work. He's got an upper body like a young man. And he knows how to work out. And he was telling me how to do a proper push-up. Fuck you, Bob. Okay? Because proper push-ups suck. And it's the only time I wish I had triple D-sized tits. Because you have to push your chest all the way down to the floor. And push it back up. Well, if my tits are bigger, that ride would be much shorter. So I learned how to do a proper fucking push-up. Because of Bob. Bab at the gym. Um, And then my mother and I, we went to Target. And I felt like a success because I only bought one thing. Did you guys hear that? I bought one thing. Fuck you, Target. (laughs) Normally, I go in needing one thing and I leave with 37 things I don't need. And I left without the one thing I did. And you get home and you're like, fucking son of a bitch. They get that 5% off credit card 
shit fuck. And you're in there buying all sorts of... I mean, I got children clothes even before anybody I knew had a kid. Just in case. For the future. I'm in there buying back-to-school backpacks for nieces and nephews I didn't even have. Well, they're going to come up one day. I went in, and I was like, you know what? No. Not me. Not now. Not never. Whose floor is this? (laughs) I went in there, and I was like, no. And I bought one thing, and I bought something I use every day when I wear makeup. It's my favorite wiper, my makeup remover pads. I hate that when you're trying to say something, and you can't think of it, and you go like this. Makes you sound like a, like a stuttering fuck nut. I bought one thing, and my mom was even shocked. My mom. We went in there. I was, I was happy with her. I was like, Nancy... It's important. You have to have a pep talk before you go into Target. That's the key. I was like, listen, we're going in here. We're feeling good because we just, we just got to work out in. We have to strategize, get what we need, and fucking get out. It's literally like, it, it, it's got to be the way a SWAT team goes into a house. You got to find the one Target, focus, get in and get out. Nobody gets hurt. Don't take any sidetracks. Focus. We went in, what do I do? Take a right into the goddamn bathing department, the, the fucking bikinis. Took a right, got right in there. The, 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 the fuckers got me. Went right in there. I shook it off. I shook it off like a man mid-metamorphosis into a werewolf. Like it's not going to happen now. I shook it out of me, okay? And what happened when I derailed, Nancy immediately derailed. Because I broke up the, t- the, the pack. This one... She started transforming into a shopping werewolf, went towards all the Syracuse paraphernalia. This bitch is picking up goddamn chairs that belong in a fucking... <laughs> in a goddamn college dorm. I can't tell you, this lady never even went to college. She's in here trying to decorate it because Target puts a good price point on this shit. I'm like, I, I, so I get out of my werewolf snap and I get over there. I'm like, Nancy, stop. So I tell her, I said, stop. What happens to me? I see something that I like in the, in the Syracuse paraphernalia. I grab a cooler. I'm like, oh, this is nice. And she looks at me and she snaps out of it. She's like, stop it. It's a $15 cooler. It's too expensive. Stop. So we literally shake each other out of it, out of the werewolf shopping spree. And we start marching like fucking soldiers to the things we need to get to our points of interest, our POIs. We have to get in there and get them and get out. I needed one thing. Nancy needed some eye drops because she's got dusty, crusty fucking eyes. <laughs> she needed coffee. She needed some other bullshit. She needed like four things. She had a list on her cell phone. That's a pro. Make a list, motherfuckers, and stick to it. Don't veer off into the goddamn sale bikinis, okay? Because before you know it, you're in a shitstorm of sale items and you didn't get what the fuck you needed. She gets her coffee. I slightly divert over to the lawn and garden things. This is when you realize you've hit an age where youth is fucking fleeting ever so fast. When you start getting turned on by lawn and garden goddamn accessories. I'm like, ooh, look at this rake and hoe. What? What are you saying? Shook that off. Nancy comes over. She's like, that's it. We're done. We're out of here. We start walking. I almost got sidetracked by the fucking let it go department. The toy department. I heard all these toys singing, let it go, let it go. I mean, that the craze has been over for a while, right? Elsa and Anna, whatever those two cunts names were from the Disney movie. Let it go or Frozen. You know what I did? I let it go. I shook the werewolf out of me and I let it go. I, I left it. With the eight-year-old twat that was with her grandma trying to buy the damn shit. Yeah, just what your grandkid needs. Some more Elsa. Get her a book, you fuck. So we, we went to the we went to the <laughs> the checkout. And the even the Target employee looked at us like we were crazy. Like, this is all y'all are getting? Seven things? And I looked at the lady and I, and, I, and I threw fury into her face. I didn't say anything, but I said everything with my eyes. I was like, don't you even judge us for not shopping a lot here, okay? We have to focus. 
You don't know our history, lady. You don't know our shopping history. You're lucky we're not going to Marshall's on the way out of this fucking shopping plaza. Who creates these shopping plazas? Bank, bankruptcy are us? Jesus. For women, you can't get out alive. They got a goddamn Chipotle, a nail salon, a Marshall's, a Petco, and a Target. You throw in a butt-tickling salon, I'll never leave. Someone's really strategic with these shopping fucking places. It's bullshit. Stop knowing me so well. How do you know my mom and I so well? You never came over for Christmas and you know what the fuck we want to buy for it. I don't trust you, shopping centers. It's probably some lonely witch bitch that's trying to make us all go broke. Because she went broke and she's like, you know what? You know what, my, you know what my idea is? I'm going to make other bitches go broke. And she fucking nailed it with the goddamn Marshall's Home Goods store. Fuck you. How dare you? How dare you put a Marshall's Home Goods store next to a Panera? I'm going to punch you in the cunt. Do you not want me to save my money? You're a heartless twat. <laughs> Speaking of heartless twats, I got into an argument with my mom's neighbor today. Because she's a heartless twat. I think it's a full moon. But my mom's neighbor has a dog who just barks and barks and barks incessantly. And being a pet owner, having five or six shelter dogs of my own throughout the the past six, seven years, I know a thing or two about dogs. I know a thing or two about training them. Uh, A couple people that I know are professional dog trainers. I know a thing or two. I can tell you from this lady's dog... It is not happy. It is not a happy bark. It is a bark of a neglected dog, of a dog that needs to be walked and fucking exercised. And she probably needs to be walked and exercised too. But my mom has had enough of this dog barking. So my mom chooses to yell to the neighbor to, sh- to quiet your dog. She said a few choice words. Nothing too crazy. Now this proceeded to turn into a fucking argument across the fence like it was 1954 between me and the neighbor. And I realized that this woman is crazy. I've deduced, based on the way this woman spoke to us, that she hates herself. She's probably very unhealthy. She probably doesn't take care of herself. Obviously doesn't take care of her dog. Probably is miserable towards her husband. And really is judgmental, rude, and a lonely twat fuck son of a bitch. (laughs) And I just wanted to jump over the fence and strangle her. But I thought about energy and I thought about negativity. And I thought to myself, you know, it'd be better to turn this into funny fodder for the podcast than to be angry towards this woman. And that didn't work completely, but better than normal. I, I decided to say a few things to her. Nothing too crazy, but just to let her know who was in control of the conversation. That was me, motherfuckers. Jessie Mae Peluso. I was in control of the conversation. And I want to let her know that I think her dogs needed some exercise and she probably could benefit from that herself. The, the angry twat that she was. I didn't say that to her. I thought it to myself. She said some personal things to my mom. And I almost climbed over this woman's fence. And I, what I wanted to do, what I still want to do, is take a shit, soak it in kerosene, and set it ablaze in her fucking backyard and see... How that handles the situation. I'll take her dog for her. This bitch calls the police on us. This bitch calls the police. She said my mom threatened her. No such thing happened. She threatened me. She was like, let's take this to the front yard. I was like, bitch, I've been doing the squat challenge for a few weeks. You don't want to meet me in the front yard. I will do squats and uppercut you as I come up. You don't want it. And I'm also an adult. I fight with my words, not my body, you twat monster. So this whole fight ensued, and it just really set me off. And it, but it made me more sad for this woman, who obviously hates herself. And it made me think about how people treat people, and the energy, and, and where and how they deal with their own issues. And the reality is, people very rarely deal with their own issues. What they do is project that onto other people. And that spreads like a fucking plague through society. So, I'm going to challenge all of you listeners that if somebody pisses you off, it's okay to get angry. 
anger is a, is it's an actually it's a healthy emotion when it's dealt with properly. It's okay to get angry. What I'm going to ask you to do is to choose to argue strategically so that you aren't trying to make a point so much as you are trying to get through to this person and maybe make them see how they are projecting their anger so that we can all deal with some shit on the inside. How about that? How about we stop dumping our personal projected garbage onto people and instead treat each other with some respect, dignity, and consideration? Because this twat monster in my mom's backyard should understand that dogs barking all day long at a high decibel with a little aggression behind it need to be dealt with and it's inappropriate. I even know that as a dog owner. They're not all they're not your babies. They're animals that also are your babies, but they're animals first. You need to treat them as such. Animals need exercise. So this lady needs to take her animal ass and walk her animal dog before I go over there and do squat challenge punches in her cunt. Exodus 2017. <laughs> that was my day. This lady had my mom, Bob, and my dad, Joe Peluso, all riled up. I had to calm them all down like a goddamn ringleader of a circus. I was like, I got this. I Caesar Milan the whole fucking backyard today. I was like, to everybody. I Caesar Milan this bitch right in her neck. You know when Caesar Milan's doing that? He actually really means to do it to the human beings because human beings need training. I am, I am here to uh, train the people. That's what Cesar Milan says. You know, he's not there to help the dogs as much as he's there to uh, help uh, the people. I can't do a Cesar Milan impression, okay? I'm not trying to be racist. Don't start calling me racist here. I'm gonna do it. I do a terrible Mexican accent. Jesus. I was back there, Caesar Milan and this bitch right in the neck. And you know what? She backed down. She did call the police, but she backed down. And her dog finally shut the fuck up when she showed it some attention. So I'm going to ask all of you a challenge. Treat each other well. It's okay if you get angry. Try and diffuse the situation intelligently. And the quiet one always wins the negotiation. Regardless of what you think. The person who yells immediately loses. So I challenge you, okay? And now this week, because of all the technological complications I've had, the scheduling issues we've had, and all this flux that's happening uh, within my career, I was unable to get some interviews. But that made me think and get creative. And I was like, you know, what, have I, what haven't I done on this podcast that I want to do? And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to put a, a, a comedy set up. I haven't listened to the whole thing, so it's a total new set to me that was taped in in Seattle a couple years ago, um, so I just was like, you know what, I'm just going to post this up because I don't have a full set out anywhere yet, so this is totally exclusive, um, you can't get it anywhere else, it's from my phone, from its show in Seattle, at the Parlor Live, I believe in Bellevue, Washington. So not Seattle proper, but Bellevue. And I only listened to the first five minutes or so, so there may be some crazy shit on there. I don't know. I'm taking a risk. I'm doing something new for you guys because I think you deserve it. This could totally backfire. But hey, remember what I said. Treat me with respect or I'll come up and X, X, X your ass. Watch out for the squat challenge uppercut. It's coming for your jugular, motherfuckers. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Sit back, take a little puff puff of that herb you got. Or if you're driving, drive safe. Maybe if you're listening to this during work, fuck your boss. Don't let him treat you like an asshole. If you're at home avoiding your family, hey, I feel your pain. Uh, Wherever you're listening to this, I appreciate you. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. All right, y'all? Or morning or afternoon, whenever the fuck this is happening for you. I'll see you next week. Enjoy this episode of my first ever released Live comedy stand up set.
exercise. <laughs> is, that, is it happening already? I mean, my situation down here is bad. It's not like camel toe. It's a whole damn camel down here. I got a needy, needy situation. It's like a, no, it's worse, bitch. It's an animal. It's like a camel with two tourists on top and a guy with a head wrap in pyramid. It's a fucking Middle Eastern vacation down here. And this bitch has got a guy. the Sherbert shirt. I'm going to put this right in your butt. I'm not going to stick it out of the end. Just maybe four days in, so you got a little tail. Enough. She was just jamming herself 
with a phone. She's like finger blasting herself with a foam finger. Everyone was so shocked by her behavior. Like, I was doing that shit in my bedroom when I was eight.
I start to dip. I dip in my knees. I'm like, oh. And then, and then there's heat. There's just a lot of heat. Okay? The heat, and I just block it. I just put my hand right over my lady biscuit. Cause I didn't want to burn Mr. Smith with my twat heat. I couldn't have that. And so I shifted and I threw my twat heat to Carly. I just tossed it to her. And Will Smith is going by, and I just, I wanted to say something. I don't want to lose the moment, you know? And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. Will Smith! <laughs> and the craziest thing happened. He actually backed up the stairs and came up to me. He was like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> I didn't plan past that part. <laughs> I don't think he was going to engage me, especially if it's like, oh, oh. That's what he looks like. I named him Michael Phelps. 
champion my hemorrhoid. What's your hemorrhoid do? Jack shit. Mine's women Olympic races. Well, not now. It's off season, so he's just doing ball hits and baby bitches, but we're hanging in.
guys to know my first and last name, you know? Like, I don't want to, I will, but don't force my hand, okay? I can't think about women being criminals like that. Like, that's some heavy-duty shit. Like, when I think of criminals, I think of dudes. Like, you guys are the slobs. You guys are the ones that break into shit. We don't break into houses. If a woman broke into a house, we leave that place nicer than it was when we got there. Right? We took the fuck out of that place. We would use the attachments on your vacuum cleaner that you never knew. You'd get up in corners and shit, make a casserole. Fuck the shit you left in the toilet. Ew. We don't break into shit. I know I've never been here in this town, there might be some hood rat bitches, but are there any women in this room who can legitimately break into a car? Okay, see? Or she's too scared. The one girl that can is too scared. We don't break into shit! We don't break into cars! Like, what the fuck would we wear? <laughs> How long that would take to put a car hijacking outfit together? That sounds kind of cute, though. Like, I would put black heels, black pants, black shirt. Couple of my black girlfriends. I bring a fanny pack back, fuck it. With my car hijacking accessories. I don't even know what those would be. It'd be like my cell phone and a tampon, I have no idea. I wouldn't even try and break into the car, I would just run around in my outfit like you better Instagram video this shit right now, bitch! Take a picture, take a picture. Top to bottom, don't be a bitch. Put on the flash. Stop being a bitch. That's how you know a good friend, how she takes a photo, that's how you know a good friend. If she's down like here trying to give you double chins, don't fight her to shit! <laughs> a good friend will be up on a ladder, like, no, we need to fix her makeup. Can we get that street lamp just on her face? <laughs> I don't even know how to break in the car, I'll just go at it with my tampon. <laughs> Somebody Google this Somebody would see me and be like, why is Gary Busey breaking into that car? I will suck your dick, Dan. I will suck your dick. Oh, you guys are fun. Anybody here with any girl here with a girlfriend tonight? What kind of girlfriend is she? We found the moth munchers! Are you guys lesbos? Where is it? Who said what kind of friend? Are you guys all fucking shy? What kind of friend? Who said it? You? Are you lesbos?
Okay. I worry, man. I worry about shit. So I saw this one girl out like a week ago with a group of her friends. We'll call them that. And she had one of these like tight, short, dress situation, like just short enough. It comes just below the labia area, like a centimeter below it. shit up. 
She got like a straight brim baseball hat and neck tattoos, cargo khaki pants hanging off of her ass, pitbull on one leash, I'm on the other.
gives you like sunny side up eggs. <laughs> That's what happened to me. The little fucker would suck the life out of me and leave me like with a Denny's breakfast item. And then he'd bust out of my body, he'd sit on the couch all day, crack his pants and want my tit. That's not a baby. That's a grown ass man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
frivolous bullshit? I want to be a butterfly. I want to be a unicorn. Those are horrible choices. The first thing dies in a week, and the second thing isn't real. Those are shitty reincarnation choices. I want a dick in my second life. I want to be a butterfly. I want to be a black NFL quarterback and come here and fuck every single one of you. And not call any of you back. I wonder what this shit feels like. Fantastic, and I hope you enjoyed it. There is a point. Is there a point to all this? Let's find a point. Is there a point to my act? I would say there is. I have to. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. And the ride goes up and down and round and round. It has thrills and chills, and it's very brightly colored, and it's very loud, and it's fun for a while. Some people have been on the ride for a long time, and they begin to question, is this real, or is this just a ride? And other people have remembered, and they come back to us, and they say, hey, don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride, and we, Kill those people. <laughs> Shut him up. We have a lot invested in this ride. Shut him up. Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account and my family. This has to be real. It's just a ride. But we always kill those good guys who try and tell us that. You ever notice that? And let the demons run amok? But it doesn't matter because it's just a ride. And we can change it anytime we want. It's only a choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. A choice right now between fear and love. The eyes of fear want you to put bigger locks on your door, buy guns, close yourself off. The eyes of love instead see all of us as one. Here's what we can do to change the world right now to a better ride. Take all that money we spend on weapons and defense each year and instead spend it feeding, clothing, and educating the poor of the world, which it would many times over, not one human being excluded, and we can explore space together, both inner and outer, forever in peace. Thank you very much. You've been great. I hope you enjoyed it. When you walk out, la, 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 la,